Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Look at all the players in the NBA. Who are the best stars making an impact that you think should be the MVP? Got Giannis, D-Book, AD, Curry, KD, Doncic, JoJo, Shea Gilgis, the Joker, two-time defending. And then you got Spida, Ja, Tatum, and Zion, you got to be kidding me. The names are huge. The performances, they light it up every night, obviously. So basically, you have a top 10. And in that 10th spot, you got KD and JoJo. Embiid leads the NBA in scoring and is still dominant. But last year was so awful. Having him lead the MVP chase the entire season and then lose in the last three weeks to the Joker was ridiculous, especially because I had 300 grand riding on it. If he would have hit, I would have got 300 large. Of course, I didn't get the money. The Sixers outscore opponents by 104 points with him on the floor, and he just continues to do whatever he wants in a low block. As for the Slim Reaper, Durant leads the NBA in minutes and is averaging 30 points and five dimes per game. And is bottom line hitting all kinds of shots from everywhere. You can't stop him. And the Nets have shot up to uh, top four in the conference. Durant is shooting 58% mid range and 81% at the 10. I will admit, it's fun watching KD play every single night of the week. At number nine, you got Spida. He's averaging 29.5 points per and 4.3 dimes and hitting 48.6% of his threes. That's over the last couple of weeks. And the bottom line is he's 40% off dribble threes. What about Ja? His team is second in the West. He's dropping 27 per... Moran is shooting under 45% on twos, 31% on threes, and 69% at the stripe. So those numbers aren't good, and he's not going to make the top five. At seven, my boy Shea Gilgis. Alexander has been going off for OKC on a nightly basis. He's hitting under 39% of his mid-range shots. His three-point clip is below 20% since uh, the last check of him on MVP status. 
I still like his game when he gets inside the paint. He finishes. That's all that matters. Zion is sixth. He's averaging 25 points, 4.2 dimes, 1.2 steals per while hitting 62% of his twos. And in the paint, he's just a monster. His defense has gotten way better. And the Pels are ripping teams by 12 points per 100 possessions when he's on the floor. And you never know what you're going to get these days from C.J. McCollum. He hasn't been great. He's been up and down. And Brandon Ingram's been out since before Thanksgiving with a left toe injury. Zion has the league's fourth largest plus minus at plus 173. So let's get into the top five. The Joker is at number five. He's averaging a triple-double since you talk about him two weeks ago, maybe. 26 points, 10.8 boards, 10 dimes, while knocking down 69% of his twos. His free throw shooting is down 66%, and he's hitting threes at 35%. The Nuggets have the sixth best record in the league, but they're basically a number three seed in the West. Giannis would be at number four. Uh, He's not hitting twos outside the box. He's been shooting 79% in the paint, 35% from three, 71% on free throws. I saw him stick a three the other night against the Warriors. That was sweet. Although he was one of six from downtown in that game. He still finished way over 30. A lot of people think number three, Jason Tatum, should be the MVP. I mean, the guy's on the best team. He's the best player. He is better than Brown, I think. You got to admit. I've only had one chance to see him have a bad game. It was against the Doves. He shot 6 of 21 from the floor and 2 of 9 from downtown. He's basically shooting 40% on threes on 8.7 attempts per game. And the guy's playing killer defense, too. What about Steph Curry? He's averaging 25 points, 6.8 dimes, while shooting 41.7% of threes per game. He has 12 threes per game on average. He shoots 47% on off-the-bounce threes. Golden State's field goal percentage shoots up almost 10% with Steph in the lineup when he's on the floor. So who's the MVP favorite at this point? It's got to be Luka... He's shooting 34.3% from downtown on the season, including 36.4% on those step-back threes. And they've been beating good teams, the Mavs. They've beaten the Warriors, the Suns, and the Nuggets all in the last couple of weeks. When he's on the floor, the Mavs outpaced opponents by 17 points per 100 possessions with him in the lineup. Over the last couple of weeks, he's averaged 32.3 points and 10 dimes per game. He's a freak. Anyway, we got a great game tonight in Memphis at the FedEx Forum as the Grizzlies take on the Bucks. Could that be an NBA final? 
Milwaukee against Memphis. A lot of people think the Grizzlies are no joke, that they're for real, that they could go on a deep run. We already know the Bucks are going to be there. They're going to be taking on, at the very least, the Celtics to get to the finals. Everybody thinks the Eastern Conference final will be Boston and Milwaukee. The Pelicans and Jazz are going to play again in Salt Lake. They played on Tuesday night, and the Jazz blew them out 121 to 100. It was ugly. Malik Beasley had five threes and 21 points, and the Jazz stopped Zion, basically. He scored 26 points in 26 minutes, and Valanciunas had 15 But their seven-game winning streak ended. They lost big in Salt Lake by 21. It wasn't good. Laurie Markkinen had 19 for the Jazz. Nikhil Alexander-Walker had 19 on top of that and six dimes for the Jazz. Walker Kessler, the big out of Auburn, had 11 points, a career-high 16 rebounds and three block shots. And then Jared Vanderbilt, 18 points, 14 rebounds. Utah outboarded the Pels 59-43. And bottom line, uh, they had 19 offensive rips. Zion, who has averaged 31-3 over his last four games, was unstoppable around the 10. Zion scoring a league-high 22 points per game in the paint. He played only 11 minutes in the first half because he got in foul trouble. The Pels had a horrible night, 4 of 27 from 3, and they shot 39% overall in the game. Zion said, I can't put myself in that situation. I can't put the team in that situation. Talking about all of his fouls, he committed his third foul in the second quarter. He said, there were some rebounds I wanted to go for offensively and defensively. There were some plays I wanted to make, but I couldn't because he was in foul trouble. New Orleans forced 22 turnovers, but gave up 26 points on 17 of their own turnovers. The Jazz held the Pelicans to 15 points in the second quarter. I got to be honest, though. I hate these play-again games where they play one night and then they play the next night or the night after that the same two teams hooking up i mean can i get some variety over here please i'll tell you what might be a decent game tonight is the suns and clippers at crypto in la 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 lipstick city it's 10 30 on nba tv and i gotta tell you friday night tomorrow that's a killer night of games you got the nets and raptors at scotiabank in toronto the knicks and bulls in uh, the united center west side chicago windy city baby nuggets and lakers at crypto in la you got the hawks and hornets hooking up at the buzz the nest in charlotte the spectrum center Kings finally go home after a long East Coast swing. And they have the Pistons at one more trip into Detroit. Then they go home. Uh, So the Kings have been on the road forever. Magic and Celtics in Boston. Uh, This one at the Garden. Of course, the Celtics are 11-2 at home. The Pacers and Cavs hook up at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are 
are 12 and 2 at home. How about the Dubs playing JoJo and the Sixers in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo? That's going to be a great game. Sixers are 10 and 5 at home. The Warriors have been miserable on the road. The T-Wolves and Thunder hook up in OKC. The Thunder just one game over 500 at home. And then finally, Luka and the Mavs hosting the Blazers in Dallas. Luka with his 33 per, 8 rips, 8.8 dimes. He's unbelievable. Puts on a show every night. Game time, 28 a game, 4 rips, 7 dimes. That should be a good matchup as well. That gives you an idea of what's happening tonight and Friday in the NBA. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 